12 of this first chapter to the Ephesians, we have a wonderful description of God's electing and predestinating grace. It speaks of God accepting us in Jesus Christ, His beloved Son. It speaks of the predestination to our eternal inheritance as it comes toward the close. I want verses 13 and 14 as the Apostle Paul in the first generation of those that believe in the Lord Jesus Christ speaks of the second generation. In whom ye also trusted. After that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. In whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance, until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of His glory. And amen. In whom ye also trusted. It is not enough for us to trust in the doctrine of election. It is not enough for us to trust in the doctrine of predestination because the devils believe both because both are true. The devils know the truth of the gospel. We want to believe in the object of the gospel. And that's the Lord Jesus Christ Himself. So it says, In whom ye also trusted. Because verse 12 had referred to the fact that Paul and others were the first ones to trust in Christ. In whom ye also trusted. After that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. Now the word of truth is not the means of our salvation. The word of truth is the information and good news about our salvation. And that distinction is so important considering that so many think that by speaking a few words of information to a dead alien sinner, dead in trespasses and sins, you can enable him with power to believe and be saved. But we have to have eternal life first, and regeneration has to occur first, before the word of truth would come to us as the message of God's power and wisdom in salvation. But then it goes on to say, in whom, that is Christ, by believing in Christ, there's something else that takes place, and it takes place after we believe. We are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Jesus Christ, the high King of heaven, puts a seal upon us, and that's by giving us His Spirit. Now, we already have His Spirit in one of His operations before we believe, because that's regeneration. Then we have His Spirit here in a sealing work that unites us to Christ, in a practical and living, vital way that causes us to cry, Abba, Father, in our hearts. It's a wonderful blessing. And it is the Holy Spirit of promise because God promised the Holy Spirit to His church and Jesus Christ promised Him as well. And this Spirit, according to verse 14, is the earnest of our inheritance. And earnest is a down payment, a promise to perform, a guarantee. This Holy Spirit within us that if we're walking in the Spirit, sheds abroad in our hearts the love of God, confirming to us that God loves us, and eliciting from us, Abba Father in return, that's the earnest of our inheritance. That is the evidence. Remember, I'm preaching to you right now about the assurance of eternal life. How do we know that we have eternal life? There is an internal witness to that fact by the sealing of the Holy Ghost that is the down payment or promise that we will have an eternal inheritance with God. And it goes on to describe this, that this earnest only lasts for a while until the full payment is made. 
And the full payment here is called a redemption. And the redemption is buying something back. And so the redemption is buying back the purchased possession because Jesus Christ died to purchase you, body, soul, and spirit. And though you may die and be have your body buried in the ground, when the Lord Jesus Christ returns, He will get that purchased possession of His. It's described in Romans chapter 8 as waiting for the redemption to wit, the adoption of our bodies. Because Jesus died even for our bodies and He'll be coming back to get them. And so that's the purchased possession because we have been purchased body, soul, and spirit. And all of it is done for what purpose? Because God felt sorry for us? No. Unto the praise of His glory. And if there's a passage in the Bible that certainly lifts up the glory of God, it's Ephesians 1, 3, all the way down through verse 14. Brethren, we are purchased by the Lord Jesus Christ. We are His possession. He's coming back to redeem us. He has sealed us with His kingly seal that God gave Him, the Holy Ghost, to dispense to the church, and He's given that Holy Spirit to us. May your hearts rejoice with mine that He is our Father, and He loves us, and we are His. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, we bless and we praise Thee for such wonderful news. The word of truth. The good news, the glad tidings of our salvation. We thank You for the gift of the Holy Ghost, made very, very visible on the day of Pentecost, and continued after that in unique settings like the conversion of the family of Cornelius (coughs) and others. We thank You, O Lord. We pray that You would bless that Spirit among us today. We have believed on Him whom has made us accepted in the Beloved. And we pray that He would shed abroad His love in our hearts and that we would cry, Abba, Father, and that our love for Thee would extend as well to our brothers and sisters sitting around us. Let love prevail in this house because of the love with which You first loved us. Heavenly Father, we pray for Your servants and saints in every place. We ask no more for us than we ask for all of them. Bless them this day in every way they need. We thank Thee for our government and its rulers, and we pray for Your wisdom, protection, and guidance upon them. We confess our sins and know that if our sins are still with us, it makes our prayer an abomination to Thee. Forgive us and cleanse us through the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ as we confess our sins, our sinfulness, and the sinfulness of our nation, and the sinfulness around us, and the sinful compromise of so many churches. Have mercy upon us, O Lord. Heavenly Father, we're thankful for every good thing that you bestow upon us, and we bless and praise thee for them. We are most thankful this day that we know thee. Yea, rather, that we are known of thee. And then, that we know thee. Heavenly Father, we thank thee that thou hast given us existence, that we might know thee, the only living and true God. We thank thee that thou hast given us eternal life, that we might know Thee, the only living and true God. We thank Thee that Thou hast given us eternal life, 
that we might have an understanding of these things. O Lord, bless us in that understanding today to love Thee, to worship Thee, and to love one another. And may all that is said and done in this house and around it be acceptable in Thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. In Jesus' name, and for His honor and glory, forever and ever. Amen.